Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched uh, WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1,354, SmackDown episode 1,029, 205 episode 128, NXT UK episode 42, and NXT episode 505, all in week 19 of 2019. Um, I put off recording this episode because I wasn't too thrilled with this episode of Raw. We got the wild card rule that's that the rules of it are immediately broken because it's all just nonsense but um first it's three people from the other show can come every each week uh but then it's quickly increased to four and then five but then it's still said as it's four but it is five because there's five people appear on on raw from smackdown and there are five who appear from smackdown uh appear on smackdown from raw see i'm getting it mixed up because vince mcmahon couldn't even get this stuff right when he was explaining it. it's like uh people from smackdown gonna be on smackdown and people from robbing on raw that's not what i meant but that yeah, i think we understand what we're saying um tom phillips did a much better job of explaining at the top of smackdown the next night but um it's still ugh. this isn't uh, this seems like it's all or, or it's explained it's been explained by um some people that this has uh the reason for this is because the ratings have gone down and uh i don't think i don't think it has to be just throw okay you can't have you can't just throw ingredients into something without a good recipe uh just because you add some sugar people love sugar but if you add sugar what's a good analogy if you add sugar to tortilla chips, you're you're cooking up some short tortilla chips. It like that that doesn't belong in there. I'm pretty sure that you don't use sugar when you make tortilla chips or uh salty goodness. You everybody loves a little bit of salt maybe on some pretzels or something, but if you throw salt into a birthday cake, that is garbage. So, um it's about the recipe. It's not about the ingredients. If you it, look look at a show like this is completely I already tried recording this episode already. Um I went B by B, went through all my notes and stuff. I'm not gonna like screw screw that. I'm not gonna talk about all the different matches and stuff. Although uh, a very good match that happened was Ricochet versus Rude. I did enjoy that. And the main event, we ended up with a uh rematch Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan, a rematch from WrestleMania. This is something that's completely glossed over by everybody because of the ingredient of this, the the recipe of this episode that we have that ingredient of Daniel Bryan is back. He is okay. There was, there was worry that because he had been injured in that WrestleMania match that he might be done or something like that. It was very, very secretive uh, what his condition was. And he's back. He has two matches, back-to-back, two matches this week on Raw and SmackDown. Um, And he's he's good. And that's awesome. I am really happy about that. But nobody, I I didn't see any mention of it in all the discussions about these episodes, specifically for Monday Night Raw. Nobody's like, oh my God, Daniel Bryan's okay. That's great. Nobody was like, what the hell is this? this wild card nonsense why is the main event of raw the two people uh uh, two people from smackdown this is this is nonsense and not daniel bryan is okay and he's back in the ring 
His rematch is great. So that's how much a recipe can absolutely screw up the ingredients. And it it feels like the solution to uh, the ratings problem is to, ah, I get the ingredients that people like. Get them over here. Put some strawberries into this. Well, strawberries are good in a lot of things. Get this strawberry into this into this beef stew. Throw some strawberries in there. That would be disgusting. And that's kind of what we're ending up with with this wild card rule. D- work on the recipe. Don't just add in more. Work with the ingredients you got. Okay, this is what the analogy I was going for is uh, go go and watch any cooking show, and they don't give you. Oh, uh, the some of the worst dishes it seems like, or they can just choose whatever the hell they want, um, and that's what the wild card is doing. Is like, oh, let's pick and choose who we can bring over from the other show, and that will add to that will make things better. Um, no, you 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 you've chosen what you have. You have the uh, you know, you have the protein that's there for that dish. You have uh, your AJ Styles. And your Seth Rollins, they're your your protein, and then you have the the mid card is your 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 potatoes, and you have the women's uh, uh, division, and they're the the side dishes and the and the you know the other uh, the other entrees and all that, and um, this analogy is getting dumb, but you have that ingredient, you have a steak, you have uh yeah you, you have a steak and then you you bring in okay well let's also have um let's let's bring in the 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 halibut from the other show and it's like but well, we already have steak right here it's, it it works fine we have like let's no we got to put all the proteins together let's make the that bowl of everything that that you can get at KFC that has chicken and and uh, steak, not steak. It does it have steak. Does it have sausage? As chicken and sausage and egg and bacon and whatever, like all of it in a one little bowl. Like no, this is this is just weird. So that's the point I'm getting at, I guess. And then some of the ingredients, some of the recipe. Uh, you end up with uh, having water activated uh, icy hot um, on people's junk. And like that's not a good recipe either. So, yeah, that, we'll leave it at that for, for Monday Night Raw. This this wildcard rule is nonsense. And I hope they, they realize that it's just making logistics much more difficult to have people's schedules change every week like that can't be uh like that that's actually like saying that just now made me like frustrated for the people who have to be on both shows like at last last minute's notice especially people on uh on raw who have to go to smackdown the next night like they're pulling double duty with like last minute unless they decide like way beforehand which you know that's not actually happening there's no way that they're deciding way beforehand um the specific four 
or five or seven people who are going to be on both shows. No, it, it, they are on the Europe tour this next week, so it does kind of make some sense that they would do that. That it would be a little bit easier to do that because nobody's really going. Nobody's going home the day after Raw anyway. But ah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so on Raw, we had five people from SmackDown appear. We had Kofi Kingston. We had Daniel Bryan. We had Elias and Roman Reigns and Lars Sullivan. Um, and then over on SmackDown, we had Sami Zayn and AJ Styles who fought Kofi in a triple threat for the WWE championship. So there are two WWE championship matches this week in the, in the two main events. That was pretty cool. But, um, then we also had the Usos that's three and four and we had, uh, the Miz appear to attack Shane. So, uh, all right away, the, the wild car rules are broken and yeah uh so let's see what do we have here uh oh sammy Zayn got thrown into a dumpster on monday and then lots of jokes were made about him smelling bad on tuesday uh we had ali versus andrade uh ali won via disqualification when randy attacked them both but he attacked ali first um rkos for everyone that was really fun i'm really looking forward to randy orton in the money in the bank ladder match with all these guys oh i wanted to talk about that so we had that that match uh ricochet versus bobby Roode. bobby Roode absolutely should be in the money in the bank ladder match but not in ricochet's place he should be in there instead of any of the other three people from raw um because what we have we have corbin and Strowman. is it lashley or is it mcintyre it's either lashley or mcintyre um uh they should be in there but braun Strowman, he won last year he doesn't need to be in that match again um and it's all all three of them are really tall guys um so i i think bobby root should be in there instead of corbin probably uh because corbin has won it before also he doesn't need to be in there um but anyway uh <laughs> there's gonna be a, a some type of a crazy RKO uh, to Ali or to Ricochet. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Just a a, 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 a a super flippy thing into the RKO. I love it. I, I love that he hit Ali with a pop-up RKO. That looked fantastic. Um, so Shane was about to hand just hand the SmackDown titles uh, because last week the Hardys had to uh, vacate them due to Jeff Hardy's injury. And uh, he's about to just hand them to Daniel Bryan and and Rowan. But the Usos come out and challenge them. And so you got the Usos versus uh, the Eco Warriors, Daniel Bryan, the, and soon to be the Planet's champions, uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Um, they won, uh, Rowan, uh, hits, uh, one of the Usos with the iron claw and got the win. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and something that I didn't realize, but somebody posted like, oh, remember that we had Daniel Bryan and Kane versus the Bludgeon Brothers, that these two were on opposite sides fighting for those same championships. That is, that's kind of cool. But now Daniel Bryan is a tag team champion, and he does have to deal with those leather belts for the moment. 
but we'll see what they do about that. I think I think we are we could be getting some hemp um tag team belts. Um because the I I imagine the uh that they finally have the replicas of the uh of the WWE championship that they're selling incredibly well and they want to get get all over that. They can sell. T- they're they're probably thinking we can sell twice as many if they're the tag team belts, right? Um, not necessarily. I don't think anybody. I don't think very many people are buying two tag team belts. They're just buying one of them, probably, maybe. I don't know. Um, Shane has a money in the bank ma- announcement, but he is attacked by the Miz before he can, and then the B team comes out and attacks uh, the Miz on Shane's behalf. Um. So yeah, that was the fifth wild card of the night. Heavy Machinery eyes those tag team championships. They want a piece of Dana Bryan and Rowan. I, I I assume. I don't think they actually said very much. Um then we had Ember and Carmella team up to fight uh Mandy and Sonia. Mandy won um by pinning Ember Moon. And so uh then we had Paige come out with Asuka and Kyrie and say that uh next week they're going to fight Mandy and Sonia. And I think that's going to lead to whoever wins that match has got to be challenging for the uh, women's tag team championships at, um, at the thing at the, 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 the money in the bank. Um, I'm hoping that uh, it was announced this week that NXT takeover 25, that's the official name of it will be in Connecticut the first weekend of June, the first Saturday of June, uh, I wish I could go to that. I could technically make it ha- like I do have plans that day, um, that weekend. It's the Denver Pop Culture Con. I am not appearing at that event um, as an artist. I just have a ticket to attend and go check out all the other artists and all that. And it could be a lot of fun. Um, so I could cancel that and go to um, – take over 25 but it's it it seems like such a pain to get out there um because where it is is very far from any uh from all the nearest airports it's at least you know like 40 minutes away from each airports it isn't that far but you know um but uh, i am hoping that uh we get the women's tag team championships defended against somebody in nxt um in that although we don't really have any uh with Kyrie appearing now on smackdown uh th- they were the strongest team on the nxt Kyrie and io uh, but we'll see we'll see what happens there I, I i hope that that's what happens and if not maybe we'll get them at the nxt takeover uh toronto but anyway uh let's skip this next thing i don't even want to talk about that guy um he sucks you can probably it was the last segment before the main event so you know who i'm talking about screw that guy um aj sammy kofi triple threat for the championship kofi wins and then uh kevin uh oh it was after kevin came out and attacked xavier woods um but it wasn't enough to help sammy Zayn uh because kofi still had the trouble in paradise and won i forget if he pinned sammy or aj i imagine it was probably sammy um i'm recording this way way later so i 
kind of remember stuff that happened. Uh, over on 205 Live, we had Daivari versus Noam Dar. Um, that was a fun match. Uh, Daivari won. Then we had the Singh brothers versus some, some local fellas. Um, they, <laughs> they were talking about how they were undefeated in 205 Live. And we were like, nope, but they, they just lost last week. But yes, but they, they were undefeated until then. Their one whole match until then, they were undefeated. Um, so they're, they've increased their win record to uh, 67%, um, which is a, a not as big of an, an improvement as it was uh, a decline last week because they, they went down by 50%, and now they really only increased that by 33%. And, um, you know, but they're, 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 they're working on it. Then we had Mike Canellis versus Akira Tozawa in a no disqualifications match. But uh, both Kendrick and Maria Canellis were banned from being at ringside. Um, oh, what was this? Through. Oh, yeah. A great moment from this match. Go check this this match out. Like, this, this is probably Mike Canellis' best match. For sure, but just kind of standard for Tozawa because he's always awesome. Uh, there's a Hurricane Rana to the outside through two tables. That was pretty nuts. Um, that was a great, great moment. One of my favorite moments from the whole week as far as pure wrestling action goes. Um, this is an idea that I threw out there to the WrestleMania travel plans group, chat group that I'm still in and contribute to a little bit. Um that uh one solution well one solution could be that uh next week's wild card uh randy orton just rkos everybody every single segment um it like doesn't matter like every single person gets an rko and that would be pretty good another thing would be a marathon of season one of ms and mrs just that that's three hours exactly i believe um and that would be a great episode of raw i think um and then another thing would be if they brought back general managers this getting rid of the general managers thing has been as the solution has been uh much more detrimental to, than anything else i think um like as far as like a specific change goes because um, obviously if they saw general managers they still could be just dropping the ball so much but um i think that they should bring them back and have them uh, at the top of the show instead of like a long 15-minute uh, promo segment uh, with somebody coming out the ring and just talking for 15 minutes and then somebody else coming out after a couple minutes and they, they talk. Like, it's every single episode. Let's get in on the action as soon as possible. Let's get a match within the first five minutes of the show. I think that would get people tuned in. People turn that on. I feel like this could be the case that people turn on the show at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. 8 p.m. whenever it comes on in their time zone at the top of the show they tune in and then somebody comes out and is just talking and talking and more talking and they're talking about a match that might happen later that night but still you've been watching for 10 minutes and you haven't seen any actual wrestling yet and I think that that could hurt thing that that's like a huge thing that's really easy to fix you just don't do that how do you fix doing something you don't do it um 
so I I thought they had general managers again. How they do it on 205 Live is so, so good. They get right in on the action. And, I mean, there is that changeover. They have to get, like, kind of stall as things get reset actually in the arena. And it works fantastically because it's like two minutes maybe, two, three minutes that we're getting the highlights of what's going on, of setting up what's happening tonight and what happened before that's leading up to it. And it's boom, 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 two, three minutes, and we're caught up. We know what's going on, and we're super hyped for the main event. And it's uh, usually Drake Maverick giving us the rundown of everything that's happening. You could do that on every one of these other shows. They've done it every now and then on SmackDown, and it's awesome when they do it. Um, but they uh, – instead we get just these – these opening promos open with a match just try it try it and see how people like it i am very sure that they would enjoy it quite a bit uh, even in the live audience i know they're getting the dark matches or the uh, the main event um tapings right before it so they do have some wrestling action think about the people watching at home they're not getting warmed up to the wrestling action like the people in the audience are open up with a match and then have the promo happen out of that match. It doesn't have to be like a main event type of thing. Have, you know, Seth Rollins come out. He says, oh, hey, I want to give somebody an opportunity in this non-title match. Let's do this. Or or something like that. Or Samoa Joe comes out. He says, you know, uh, just squashes a local person. I don't know. Um have a tag team match where it, even if it ends up with something with somebody running in and then they cut a promo having interrupted that match and that sets up the rest of the night any of these things get wrestling happening in the first five minutes and that would get people more interested i think i don't know i don't know be like be more like 205 live and be able to go watch 205 Live. It's very good. Um, over on NXT UK, episode 42, we had Mustache Mountain versus Wild Boar and Primate, who are collectively known as The Hunt. Mustache Mountain won this match. And I, does that put them on track to facing the, uh, the tag team champions? Perhaps. We'll see. Um, Amir Jordan was injured or attacked backstage, so he would not be able to compete in his match that he earned with his teammate kenny williams against drake james drake and zach gibson for the championships uh, we'll get to that in a second flash morgan webster versus joe coffee coffee um this is a uh, a match for a spot in the um fatal four-way qualifier that'll happen in a, a few weeks um joe coffee won this match um then we had nina samuels versus casey owens uh nina won via the nina garoshi and then she talked some crap about tony storm how she abandoned her mother and sister to pursue wrestling instead of being a good uh daughter and sister um james drake and zach gibson they uh were feeling awfully confident because they knew that uh amir jordan would not be able to compete uh, alongside his partner in this match but Kenny Williams comes out and says, well, I found somebody else. 
and it is Noam Dar. These guys, I guess, are very, very good friends, and it was really fun to watch them in the ring together. Um, they put up an excellent fight, but those guys, they um, uh, they they really focused on Dar's previously injured leg and stuff like that, and they did eventually get the win and defended, uh, retained their championships. Um, then over on NXT, we open up the night with Bianca Belair versus Mia Yim. Uh, Bianca won that match. Uh, we now see that the Viking Raiders are known as Viking Raiders on NXT as well. Uh, we see them attacked by Forgotten Sons. Um, it looks like Forgotten Sons may be the next in line to challenge them for those championships. Um, then we have Raul Mendoza versus Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss is recent. I didn't understand his gimmick when I went to NXT Live in Omaha. Uh, I just thought he was just like really into workout stuff, like all the 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 gadgets and doodads to 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 maximize your your uh, athleticism. Because he had like uh, muscle stimulator things, and he had his you know his his water bottles and stuff. Anyway, um, oh, it was some type of weird thing. He had a weird thing that he was trying to use on the. I don't remember. Um, but uh, it was because he was recovering from injury, so he he came back from, and that the whole thing is that he came back from injury early because he was using all these uh, all these gadgets and doodads. But it was not enough because Raul Mendoza won anyway. Um, Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole, uh, strong. Roderick Strong at one point. Oh, yeah, this match is really good. Go watch this match. Also, um, I believe it was Morrow. It might have been, it might have not been him, but somebody, excuse me, somebody, <laughs> um, somebody said that Matt Riddle is one of the highest superstars on the roster. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the, the exact words they said. And I don't think those were the exact words that they meant to say. Uh, that there might have been, should have been another word in there. But uh, it was accurate. It was absolutely accurate. <laughs> um, uh, Roderick Strong tries to come help Adam Cole. And I felt like everything he did was in Cole's, uh, to Cole's benefit. That if Roger Strong hadn't come out there, that Adam Cole would have just lost sooner. Because uh, Adam Cole went for, uh, he hit Riddle with uh, a super kick and uh, then went for a pin. But Riddle, as he kicked out, now this I absolutely loved about the way Riddle turned this around. It wasn't a kick out like that usually happens. I'm like acting this out for some reason. It wasn't just like a kick out and then the match continued. His kick out was the reversal. And uh, as he got his shoulder up, he got his arm up and around Cole to get him into that. Uh, was that the bro lock? Um, I'm not sure if that's the, the move that is called that. Um, but he got him into that submission hold in one smooth motion out of from kick get, getting his shoulder up out of that pinfall. That was that's awesome. Like, uh, I just had just talked about the Hurricane Rana through two tables. Like that stuff is really cool. But then you see something like this that is like that is 
just like that's just like skillful suave in-ring action i don't i even know the right words to 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 call that but uh adam cole tapped out and uh, matt real got the win and uh there's trouble in paradise over here as well all these shows ending with trouble in paradise um Adam Cole is pissed at Roderick Strong for always getting involved in his matches, and there's argument. And then afterwards, um, this wasn't in the episode, but it was online, that uh, Roderick, like, just, they're arguing uh, outside, and Roderick ends up just taking off his shirt and his his wristbands uh, and just throwing him at at the other guys. It seems that he has quit Undisputed Era. Um, but maybe it's all a ruse. Maybe it's so that, maybe it's so, maybe, maybe it's so Johnny Gargano doesn't expect Roderick Strong to get involved to help Adam Cole win the NXT championship at the next takeover. Hmm. They're playing, it could be a long, long con, or maybe... Roderick Strong really is done with Undisputed Era. Either way, I am interested to see what happens next. Um, Marlo describes this this whole occurrence as uh, this whole situation as the Undisputed Era is draped in dysfunction. And I think that is an appropriate um, descriptor for this entire week of shows. And I hope that things improve next week. But uh, they're they're in England. They're at the O2 um, for Raw and SmackDown and 205 Live. So they will be pre-taped episode. They're the they're um, they're the go home shows for Money in the Bank. I think it's kind of weird that the go home shows are going to be uh, on tape delay. I don't know. I guess we'll see how it works out, but. I am excited for some some of the matches at Money in the Bank. I'll talk about that more next week, um, especially when we get the final matches uh, slotted in there. Imagine the Women's Tag Team Championships is one of the main ones. Um, and if they do make any changes to who are in these latter matches, because uh, I'm not really excited about uh, the women's uh, ladder match on the Raw side of things um because where's ruby riot where's nikki cross i think they should they really should be in there instead of um natalia and dana brooke like like what i don't know i don't know we'll see what happens but um i mean it it is exciting that it looks even though i made this argument did i did i did I do that in this version of this episode? I can't remember. Yes, I did. I did talk about how uh, Baron Corbin or Braun Strowman, they've already won in the last two years. They shouldn't be in this match. Uh, but uh, at the same time, I am I am rooting for Alexa Bliss to win, uh, even though she won and cashed in the same night last year. And I kind of want her to do the exact same thing this year. So, yeah, uh, a little bit of hypocrisy there, I think. But anyway, um, that's it for all this week's stuff. Um, 
uh thanks for listening uh i will not i really wish that i could go to money in the bank um next weekend but uh i will be in california at comic-con revolution selling my demon jackal art i uh, go to demonjackal.com or go to look up comic-con Re- I, have, I have a link to comic-con revolution on uh demonjackal.com um and also follow on at the demon jackal on instagram twitter and facebook uh, to learn more about all of that i'm pretty excited for it uh it's just a two-day convention um which uh so was the last one um listen to my new comics episode from this week i'll talk more uh i talked all about my trip to alaska um to uh to the arctic comic con um so i'll i'll do that uh not in next week's new comic because it won't have happened yet but uh then the week after money in the bank I'll talk all about uh, the Comic-Con Revolution experience, um, which is a new tag team <laughs> uh, debuting on Raw. Um, I'll talk about that. And uh, I'll talk about all of these in the new comics episodes. Um, so I don't bog down these wrestling episodes. I may do, I'm probably going to end up doing more and more of just one episode for the week for all the wrestling stuff. Um, because the next couple of months is going to be pretty pretty busy um traveling all around to all these conventions go again go to that website demonjackal.com to see where i'm going to be mostly a lot of them are in texas gotta be honest with you like like half of them are in texas maybe more than half now um so anyway that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Uh, tweet me at TIWpodcast.com or t- tweet me at TIWpodcast with your thoughts on all the stuff that happened, what you hope happens in the future. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. And I'll be back real soon with, uh, oh, I got to get caught up on Doom Patrol. Oh, maybe that's my, uh, maybe that's the next uh thing i i spent any sidetracked on the ending here um all yesterday i was doing other stuff but i i got through season two of dragon ball z kai and that's uh that's a really fun watch i really like that show um but i could have been catching up on doom patrol so instead of uh before i move on to season three I think I'm going to get, I got to get caught up on Doom Patrol um, in the next couple of days before all this travel stuff happens. Or maybe I get caught up during the travel stuff, but then it'll be harder to, to do podcast episodes about. But anyway, that's all. Thanks for listening. And uh, this has been TIW Podcast. Stay safe out there, super friends. Bye.